0: This week's episode of the Getting to Know podcast is brought to you by U.S. Open Enrollment. Don't forget to enroll in our benefits between Tuesday, October 24th and Monday, November 6th.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Mike Brickheim. Thanks for joining us for another edition of MADDF's Getting to Know podcast. Today, I'm joined by my former colleague and now new colleague again and friend, Rajiv Kapoor, who's the top IT guy, the chief information officer here at MADDF. Great to have
0: you here, Rajiv. Thanks, Mike. Looking forward to our conversation.
1: Absolutely. Looking forward to it. So you are, at the time of this recording, bumping up against 90-ish days, I think, in the new big role. Is that right?
0: That sounds right. What's it been like so far? It has been awesome. I would say, Mike, you know me for a while, and I would say this role has been really rewarding. And what I mean by that is I love building culture at organizations where I go and building the team to perform to what the expectations are. So what has worked out really well is we come up with a culture statement and the positioning of IT at MATEB. And that has been, we partner, we listen, we deliver, and we care. So I'm super excited. Things have gone really, really well. And I love the fact that our teams are responding to that culture.
1: That's awesome. Is there a bigger lift as two organizations come together than the one that is
0: required of the IT team? It's not that it's a bigger lift, it's a different lift. Both the organizations come from a slightly different place. If we look at the choice of our ERP platforms or choice of technologies around business intelligence or industry 4.0 or CRM, our choices may or may not have been the same. So we are now currently focused on making sure that we have a clear integration strategy across our platforms and the right architecture to support those.
1: What's been your most pleasant surprise here in these early days?
0: It has been awesome to see all the BU presidents, the functional leaders sharing the expectation from IT and where we need to go and help co-create the path forward.
1: You guys have spent a lot of time as a team building awareness, uh, rolling out trainings related to everything cyber. Is there anything that freaks you out more at night than everything related
0: to cyber? I think you're spot on. I think it's cyber that causes me restlessness at night. And the reason is everything else is something that we can control inside of Madev be it ERPs, be it infrastructure, those are things that we can plan for and we can build and we can execute. Cyber is one of those areas where it's the outside, it's the unknown that really scares us and that really scares me as well.
1: You guys have, as I mentioned, you've done a great job of building that awareness here internally. What would be your one ask of our employees in the listening audience as it relates to helping us drive a safe environment from a cyber standpoint, what what would be your one ask?
0: Safety first is a message that resonates well within MADIV. One extension of safety from a technology perspective is cybersecurity. And if I could request that from a phishing perspective, if we as MADIV can be much more aware of the potential impact of that issue, that would be a huge help. All
1: right. As you look across your entire landscape, where do you see the biggest opportunity for us from an IT enablement standpoint?
0: When I look at IT, Mike, I start thinking about foundational elements of IT. And that is not lost on me that I think that is one area where we can make a big impact. All the site support activities, modernizing our infrastructure, as well as cyber, are key things that we can do from a foundational perspective. But if we really want to grow this organization, where I would think we can make a big impact is in the area of business intelligence and the area of Industry 4.0. How we bring information at the hands of our business leaders so they can make the right decisions at the right time i think is key and on industry 4.0 is how do we really activate our manufacturing sites to be even more productive and be more efficient i think can drive how our sites can do even better
1: so were you born in a way that this kind of stuff jazzed you up you wanted to like enable businesses through better decision making tools and so forth is
0: that just kind of how you're wired i would say i am wired it's been 30 years doing you know software engineering kind of work now for me uh mike Uh, but i was born in an engineering family my father is an engineer my brother is an engineer so My first level of education was actually electrical engineering. And from there, I went on to do an MBA. But I have gone in to execute multiple jobs in different industries, generally in the CPG and manufacturing space, and kind of found this area to be where helping the business drive maximum value from technology is where I enjoy the most.
1: What do you think is the most common misperception about IT professionals?
0: That they do not value culture. I think IT is as much about business as much it is about technology, because it is at the end to enable the business to grow and perform better.
1: I do give you and your team a lot of credit, Rajiv. I think you've you've pivoted the organization in a way that I really do feel like you guys are focused on on enabling the outcomes that we're driving, and um, I don't get any sense where we're doing IT for IT's sake or looking at the next kind of whiz-bang solution. So I, I I think that's a really great thing. I think you and your team are walking that. That's great. Let's pivot a little bit towards what you're doing when you're not enabling the business here at, at MAD. Have You talked a little bit about early days in your family of engineers. Um, talk to us a little bit about your personal life.
0: I'm blessed. I am married and I have two teenage kids. My wife, he runs her own business and she is in the arts world and she has her own store. My daughter, she's 16, so she's in high school. Um, absolutely love her. She's a blast. She has her own nonprofit company today. And I have a son who is 15. They're about a year apart and uh, he's in high school as well. And he is all about, you know, engineering and he's going to be somewhat of a mini me
1: that's great so are they one year apart in school too they are and what's wrong with your son that he doesn't already have a nonprofit at 15
0: he's like me (laughs) he's like you
1: (laughs) what do you guys do for fun as a family
0: we love to go on vacations we love car rides together we are a family that really binds a lot together and spend a lot of time talking, playing games. We are big in card games and you know board games. So we actually spend a lot of time together as a family.
1: You mentioned travel. I know that you're based here in the greater Atlanta area now, but you haven't always been here. What's been the journey from a geographic standpoint for you and your family?
0: So I was born in India, and I came to this country about 30 years ago. I came here in New York. So I came to Albany, New York for my education, for my MBA. And I moved from New York to Denver, Colorado area. I was there for about five years. Moved from Colorado to Oregon. So I worked for Nike and I was there for about five and a half years. And then kind of came back to New York where I got married. And then in 2008, moved to Atlanta.
1: And you've been in Atlanta ever since?
0: In Atlanta ever since. I was in Baltimore for about two years. So I took a stint. I went to work for Under Armour and then realized that me and the family were in love with Atlanta. And so we kind of came back. Gotcha.
1: So you've had some really cool roles leading up to the CIO role. You mentioned Under Armour. You mentioned Nike. What's the coolest thing that you've done from a career standpoint prior to your role here at MADF?
0: I would definitely say under armor there was a project where my team was responsible for bringing all the data together be it from the retailers so all the sales we were about a 5 billion dollar organization so all the sales and all the physical activity as well as the nourishment activities of individuals so we had map my fitness and my fitness pal those two apps So bringing all of that data along with how we are doing e-commerce and selling our products and putting together a tool which would create consumer behavior. So it sounds easy, but a lot of artificial intelligence, a lot of business intelligence, a lot of data. This is we are talking about four terabytes of data sitting in one particular app. I would say it was a really, really cool experience to build something like that.
1: That is very cool. Rajiv, earlier I asked you specifically around um, what message would you like to impart upon the listening audience as it relates to cybersecurity. If I take off that one restriction around cybersecurity and point out to you that you now have access to your entire user population, is there anything else you would like to share with us through the lens of the IT organization and as you you pivot the organization, build the culture, build the team, build the capabilities that will enable the outcomes that we're looking for?
0: In my mind, our goal as IT professionals is to simplify IT. Our goal is clear. We want to enable business outcomes. So our request to coming to the question, Mike, is do not worry about the technology do not come to it with let's implement sap let's implement salesforce let's not come with a specific solution let's come up with a particular problem statement and let's work together to find the right solution for madib as a whole
1: is that a really common hurdle that you you bump into in your line of work someone's already got they've seen a commercial or they've got a friend or whatever and they they come with a solution
0: in mind? It is a very common hurdle. And it is where we are bringing a solution but that may or may not solve the problem that we have. And what ends up happening is we go into a long execution and after three months or six months, we have implemented an IT solution And it is not solving the problem that we started out solving.
1: Rajiv, here on the Getting to Know podcast in season two, we end with three specific questions. We've got new questions for season two. I'm going to hit you with those right now. First question is, if you were to pull out your phone and pull up your music app, what would be the last song that you would have listened to?
0: My music app is actually owned by my son, so putting that out there i think imagine dragons would be out there Wonder republic would be out there but i think thunder believer i think they come every three song later they come back to the same song
1: all right i like it i like it second question for you if you got free billboard space could put any message you wanted out to let's say the greater atlanta area
0: what message would you put out there Kindness is the new cool. It is actually the name of a book that I have been trying to write for the last three to five years. I have a couple of chapters ready, but I really believe in those few words. Kindness is the new cool.
1: That's great. Very powerful. All right, last question for you, Rajiv. What is the one thing that you cannot possibly live without?
0: Well, oh, that's easy. It's my family, it's the love. Love my kids, love my wife. I think we have a great thing and that would be one thing I couldn't live without.
1: Kindness is indeed the new cool. Well Rajiv, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule today. I know you've got a big agenda ahead for you and your team. I've enjoyed working with you over the last 90 days and, and certainly before that, but I think certainly appreciate the energy and the approach that you're taking to reset this this organization and enable the outcomes that we're going after as a broader MADF.
0: It's been my pleasure. Look forward to continuing
1: to do so. Enjoyed chatting with you. I hope you guys out in the listening audience enjoyed getting to know Rajiv and we'll talk to you again soon.